Latter-day Saint Home Educators is pleased to bring you this audio presentation recorded live during the May 2023 Youth Education Conference held in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I didn't even know this existed. I'm super jealous. Um, it's great to see you all. Uh, I, well, you've heard my bio, but I hope that by the end of this session you'll get to know me a lot better. I can't wait to get to know you a lot better. Um, this session will be interactive, um, and hopefully by the end you'll walk out feeling like a stronger, more confident, more excited writer. Um, so, with that, I'd like to dive in. We have, can you guys hear me okay in the back or should I turn on the microphone? Okay, cool. Um, so if I start to go into elementary school mode, please give me some kind of signal. Maddie, give me some kind of signal. I spent the last two months teaching sixth grade, uh, unexpectedly, actually, in a public school. Um, it's about as fun as you can imagine. But God has a really funny sense of humor. Um, my daughter's teacher ended up going on maternity leave early, and they could not find somebody to fill in. And so um, I work from home. I have my own business. I don't have – I'm my own boss, and so my schedule is flexible. And so um, I had flexible time and a skill set that I could share. Um, I still tried to talk myself out of it, but God had other ideas. And so I say all of that <laughs> – to say, if I start to seem like an elementary school teacher, please, like, stop me. Because I'm still, like, working my way out of that mode. My last day was last Friday. So, feeling good, feeling free, feeling excited to be with you all. I love writing. Um, and so, when I was asked to give this class, I was like, oh, really? Like, can I pay to do that? Um, I'm so happy to be here with you. So really quick introduction. We shared a bio, so I won't spend too much time here. But this is my family. Um, my husband is Chris. He's in the Navy as a reservist. He's also an attorney. Um, this is our oldest son, Brayden, who's 15, turning 16 soon. Um, I have twin 12-year-old girls and then a 4-year-old exclamation point, Caitlin. Um, they're a lot of fun. She's the sassiest one of the family, as you can tell. Um, I live in Fairfax, Virginia. I'm from I don't know where. I grew up moving around a lot. Uh, my dad was in technology, not the military, but it might as well have been because we moved every two years or three years. Um, so I lived in Tennessee, New York, Connecticut, and Utah. Um, ended up going to high school in Utah, meeting my husband in Utah, and then we slowly moved our way east. Um, and now we're so here to be so happy to be here in the DC area. Um, what writing means to me, I will share with you uh, after you guys have a turn. So really quickly, I would love to go around the room. I know you guys maybe know each other better than I know you, but um, just if you can go around and share what your name is. Here, I'll put a prompt up. I'll put your, um, what your name is, where you're from, and what writing means to you. Thank you. Yeah. I just heard so many great reasons uh, to love writing and so many connections to writing. Thank you also for those who are honest about your dislike for writing because I that was my question coming into this. Like what level of 
relationship do we have with writing? So I'm glad to know that I get to work with some of you um, and help develop that relationship. Um, because it really is a relationship. When you first meet someone, do you automatically like them? Maybe sometimes. But a lot of times it takes hours and hours of interactions. And Am I echoing? It feels weird. Um, interactions and really developing that uh, that rapport together, right? You learn about each other. And it's the same thing with writing or really anything you want to learn to do or something you want to get better at. So I'll share my answer to number three really quickly. Writing has been a big part of my life. Um, when I was seven years old, uh, I actually lost my mom to leukemia. That's her right there in the fabulous 80s sweater. <laughs> um, and me, of course. Uh, in my fabulous 80s sweater. Anyway, so I didn't really have a chance to get to know her all that well. I mean, we have a lot of memories together, and she taught me a lot in those seven years. But as you can imagine, you know, growing up as a teenager and then growing into adulthood, I wished and I craved that relationship with her. And because she was a writer, she was a big journaler. Um, and because she wrote... Uh, I, I've been able to get to know her, and our relationship has been able to continue to grow in ways that it wouldn't have been able to without writing. So that's number one reason why I'm really grateful for writing. Um, second one is I wrote a book, and that's been a special thing in my life because, like a lot of you said, it was an act of creation, and it was a way for me to express what I had learned um, in story form. So that was a big deal to me. And then I, um, writing got me into Harvard and helped me through Harvard um, getting my degree. And that was a huge accomplishment. It didn't happen until 2020, so not too long ago. Uh, so um, I've definitely had to use those academic writing muscles. And then down here, um, this is my business. It's called Elegant Geekery, and I, I do writing. Um, for people who want to create courses online, and I support other authors um, in, in um, developing their content. So that's my connection to writing. And just like a lot of you say, said, writing is my way of connecting with how I'm feeling and being honest, just like you said, um, being honest about where I'm at and what my hopes are and what my goals are and what my dreams are. And that's just a personal thing that I don't put out there, but that really helps me. And it's also been a form of communication with God. Um, because when I'm honest and get my thoughts out of my head, it creates space for inspiration and revelation to come into my head. Awesome. So let's talk about the rest of our time together. Um, this session, so the youth committee asked for help with four categories of writing. Personal writing creative writing, persuasive writing, and instructional writing. So let's talk about what each one of those are, and then I want you to get to work. Um, I want to um, actually create something in here. So let's do that. Um, what do we mean by personal writing? Any thoughts? We've talked a little bit about that. Oh, sorry, really fast. Um, why do we write? If, if we have technology now that can write for us, why do we write? We write, at least I write, because I enjoy writing. It, it also can help your, your mu relieve muscles mm -hmm. from being sore after stuff. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and 
another reason we write is if this is for writing in general. You write so you can express opinions on stuff, like where you can um, throw out your opinions while being anonymous on. <laughs> Hopefully, kind and anonymous. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, writing down things helped me to remember because I always forget everything. So I write down like everything because I can't. I do the same. Yep. <laughs> Back here. Yeah, right here. Um. So I think like writing, like actually writing instead of like clacking keys on the computer, it helps it like see more of yours because you can see your handwriting and you can know that's mine more well, than just computer. Physical act of writing actually helps. Yeah, right here. Um, we write because it expires books. Love it. Uh, right here and then here. Um, the, to quote Chris Colfer from The Land of Stories, we our authors are what shapes the future generation. The kids read our books and they learn the morals and they decide what they want the change to be in the world. So we are the people changing the world. Yeah. Well said. Yes. Um, it's a great way, probably the best way to express your creativity. All right. Thank you. Yeah, right here. I think we write for ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Well, I know Brian Sanderson would say that authors are mean people and they like to torture kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, down here. Um, so when you said like writing as a poem, oh, sorry, just one sec. Oh my God. Big feeling, big feelings about Brandon Sanderson. Can I like sue you or something? I was so mad. Doesn't exist. <laughs> All right, down here. Okay, we're we're ready. What I was gonna say is, you said like, why do we write as opposed to just having machines do it or whatever? Because mm -hmm. like AI now is like kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that a machine can never truly replicate true emotion, and when you're really writing from your heart, um, like people can feel that and they can feel the emotion that you write with. And there's no way that a machine could ever, like, make people feel the same way as somebody who truly cares about what they're writing. Machines aren't genuine. Yeah. Right here and then here, and then we'll dive into the next question. So, um, writing is not only a way to express your creativity, it can also help relieve stress and all those negative feelings that you might be experiencing, it's a good way to remember stuff that you've done in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a really good way to do anything. Agreed. Yes. Sometimes we don't know why we write. Take Nephi, for example. God told him to write two different accounts of something, and he was like, I don't know why I'm writing this, but God told me to, yep. and so he did. <laughs> And thank goodness he did, because now we have the scriptures and we're able to learn from people's past mistakes and their successes. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up, because what we have with technology is a huge bank of what already exists, according to mankind, right? But we know, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that there is a lot more than what we have here on earth. 
And so what we have access to through inspiration, through revelation, is more, right? And that's why I write. Yeah, one more, one more comment, and then we'll. Um, we should write because we we should write instead of computers because instead of having the computer write the snake reared Brandon used his sword to cut its head off um we we will write the snake reared menacingly Brandon jumped and um cut into the scaly flesh love that okay so we can take it up a notch yeah one more, yes. Um, writing is a way to um, get away from the worries of the world, and you can just get sucked into um, what makes you happy. Yeah. So write. There are a lot of a lot more benefits to writing than just getting words out into the world, right? There's an internal benefit we experience, and then the world has something absolutely human and creative. Um, that didn't exist before. So when we talk about personal writing, what might we be talking about? What are some forms of personal writing? Yeah. Journal. Journaling, yes. Um, um, diaries. Diaries, yep. Um, writing to people. Writing to people, either handwritten letters or texts, right? I just found the other day, you guys, this I'm old, right? But my husband texted me a lot when we were dating, and I, like, saved him. Is that weird? Maybe that's no, I weird. Okay. We literally have an album of, all, like, all my favorite covers. I'm so glad you have that. Yeah. And I found those the other day, and it was the best. It, like, oh, it was it was awesome. Yeah. Note-taking. Note-taking, yes. Autobiography. Autobiography, yes. Um, writing, like, opinions and views. Okay. Love it. Yes. So personal writing, super important. Um, one thing that I love um, from this book, it's called The Artist's Way. It's by Julia Cameron. She uh, she really highly encourages people to get into a practice called morning pages. And what she does, have you heard of this? You're nodding. Um, what she says to do is get three sheets of paper. Um, you can use front and back front. Like, you don't have to use three physical sheets of paper. Anyway, you write three sheets of paper every morning. It can be anything. Just like make it a printer for your brain. And it's not for the purpose of sharing with anybody else. In fact, she encourages you to just like crumple it up and throw it away after each time. Um, but I can tell you the most creative things have happened for me when I'm doing those morning pages. So I want you to get a taste of morning pages today um, as an example of our personal writing. Can I get a volunteer on this side to help pass papers out? Can you give one sheet to each person on this side, and I'll meet you in the middle. This is my sixth grade mode going on here. Um, so what I want you to do, once once each of you have a piece of paper, I'm going to set my timer. I'm not going to give you time to do three whole pages, because that will take about a half hour to 45 minutes, um, which I want to work on some other types of writing as well. So I will give you five minutes to just free write. Um, Again, this is not to share. This is not for anyone else to read, not even you to reread. So don't feel like you have to edit as you go. Don't feel like you have to make it neat and pretty. Um, you can write horizontally rather than vertically. You get to choose. 
Anything. Yeah, just let it out. Print it for your brain. Your hand is the printer for your brain. Okay. How did that feel? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Wrap it up while I finish handing out these cards, and then we'll dive into the next one. Doesn't it feel good? Anytime I feel stressed or scared or overwhelmed, um, sad, happy, it just really helps get everything centered for me. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Who wants to try? Who wants to start trying that in the mornings? It's it's a really great way to start your day. And actually, if you want to take it up a notch, um, try it right before your scripture study because you can write down any questions you have, any thoughts that you have, um, anything you're struggling with or wrestling with, you can write about that and be totally honest about that in your writing. And I can promise you, you will find the answers that you need um, as you go through your scripture study after that. It's happened to me over and over and over. All right. So next up is creative writing. We're actually not going to practice creative writing because it seems like this group is very experienced for the most part with creative writing. And if we had more time, I totally would. But um, one thing I will tell you with creative writing, oh, I'm missing the quote. Let me, one second. Um, this is also from Julia Cameron, the author of that book I showed you. Um, can somebody read that in the back? If you can see it. <laughs> Vision test. Yeah, thank you. Our there is a thank you. There's an amazing, amazing talk by Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf. Um, that's I'll I'll share it out somehow um, with the group. But um, I invite you to to listen to at least the clip that I'll send out. He talks about how cre- the act of creation is a divine expression, and I believe that's true. Um, creative writing is, like you said, an act of practicing our creative muscles, right? Like, we are born to be creators. We are children of the ultimate creator, right? And so I like to actually describe myself sometimes as a creator in training. Um, when, when people try to ask me, like, what my bio is or what my titles are, like, nothing really feels great <laughs> to land on except for creator in training, um, because that's what we all are. Okay, let's talk persuasive writing. What are some forms of persuasive writing? Yes. Writing for a debate. Writing for a debate, yes. So speeches, yes. Rhetoric. Rhetoric. Tell me more. It's basically in when you're trying to convince someone. These are little... Tiny little tips that'll help make your arguments more persuasive. Like writing, people tend to listen to that more. Love it. Yeah. Essays. Essays. Uh huh. Yes. PowerPoint presentations. Hey. Uh, what? Did you do that? <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> Maybe you should. Maybe you should share it. It was a long one too. 
<laughs> so long. <laughs> All right, this one. So, um, another thing that can be persuasive, um, when, when two people or two organizations or even, like, two parts of the government are in a fight, you can use expressive writing to try and get a compromise. Absolutely. Um, like the Constitution. Absolutely. Which is how our country was founded, right? Like our existing constitution was a piece of persuasive writing. Yeah. And several pieces of persuasive writing that got people to think differently. Yeah. Thank you. Great point. Any other thoughts before I... Yes. I think a lot of internet writing, like just... Most, I think most internet writing is either conversational or it's like somehow trying to make a point. Yeah, so. for, for better or worse, right? And that's a really important thing to know as readers, as consumers of this content, that somebody is likely trying to persuade us to do something um, as a result of what we're reading. Yeah. So really quick exercise. Ooh, really quick exercise. Um, I want you to take 30 seconds and persuade... Well, okay, we won't have time to share it, unfortunately, but I do want to make the point and get, let you practice for just a little bit um, of the key to persuasive writing, and that is to actually not think about yourself. The key to persuasive writing is to think about the other person, because what they're going to be asking themselves, whether they know it or not, is what's in it for me? So when you write to persuade, you actually don't take it from yourself. You take it from, or you write from their perspective and speak to them um, and meet them where they are rather than trying to like bring them up to where you are because of course you're right, right? Okay, so I want you to write three persuasive bullet points to me about, I'm just going to draw, draw a card at random. Okay about why I should tell your mom to get you a pet. This is actually okay. relevant to my life. Okay. A pet dragon. A pet dragon. We'll bring the creative. No. The point is, so the point, the point is what, you, what I want you to think about, what I want you to try, is putting yourself in my shoes. Let's pretend I'm your parent. We'll simplify it a little bit. We'll pretend I'm your parent. Lucky you. Just kidding. Um, and you really want a pet dragon, okay? So right. Or the pet you actually want. Okay. So right, right, three, right, three bullet points about why I should say yes to what you are trying to persuade me to do. I will give you 30 seconds because we are literally almost out of time. Okay. So that's your 30 seconds. <laughs> Sorry. You did one? I get it. <laughs> I get it. And I... Actually, if I if I could spend three hours with you guys to do it like an intensive writing workshop, I totally would. I would love that. 
Um, but lastly, we wanted to touch on instructional writing. And you can continue to work on your bullet points while you listen. That's fine. Um, but instructional writing actually follows the same tip, right? You put yourself in the other person's shoes. And actually being a member of the church helps us with that because as members of the church, we are taught to treat people as Jesus did, right? And Jesus saw people where they, who they, who they were and how they were, right? So if you can, as a writer, be more Christ-like, you will definitely uh, be a stronger writer and be more persuasive and uh, you'll get your message across better. So instructional writing would be like tutorials, um, man technical manuals, if you're writing those one day, um, textbooks, etc. You're teaching people things. Recipes, those are instructional writing. I have loved spending time with you all. What a special group of people. Um, each one of you, I can tell, um, is here to do great things in the world. And I'm really happy that I've had the opportunity um, to get a sense of who you are. As I was driving up here, it was about an hour and a half drive, and I was thinking and praying um, and just asking Heavenly Father what, what I should share today um, on top of what I had already planned. And there were two things that came to my mind. Um, the first thing that Heavenly Father wanted me to share with you was that he loves you. Very much. Um, I hadn't met you yet. I didn't even know who was going to be in this room, but I felt an immense sense of love from Heavenly Father to you. So I know that's the first thing that Heavenly Father wanted you to know. To know. And then the second thing that I want you to come away with is that you matter. Each one of you matters. And when it comes to writing, your words matter, and your experiences matter, and your creative ideas and expressions really do matter. And I know that as you do that, uh, as you write, as you courageously let your voice out there in the form of words, uh, written words, um, you're going to change lives. I have full confidence in that. I wanted to close by sharing this quote that says, the more you trust and rely upon the spirit, the greater your capacity to create. And I bear that testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Latter-day Saint Home Educators is a non-profit, all-volunteer organization dedicated to providing inspiration to homeschool families. We hope you enjoyed this recording. If you are interested in listening to more recordings or would like to participate in a future conference, please visit our website at ldshe.org.